Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Good evening. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, I'm good. How are you all doing? Doing, doing good. good. Great. great. It's great to hear you all's voice. Great to hear yours too, Pastor. It is great to hear you all's voice. I pray that you all have had a great day. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello, hello. I I sure do miss you all. Y'all just don't know. Good Lord from We miss you. Yeah, we miss you. We miss you. Yeah, I have I have to commend you all. You all have been just absolutely great during this pandemic. Um how much longer are we gonna be here, I don't know, but um, uh we're hoping and praying that the Lord will will get us out of this mode one day soon and very soon, but your president, he just won't act right. No, no, no. he sure won't. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, let's go, ahead, let's, go ahead get started, cause I, let's go ahead and get started because I know y'all want to go get this, deba- watch this debate. All right. I'm going to put you all <laughs> on the for a moment. Good evening, everybody. I want to talk about for tonight, life in Christ. And I want to come from Romans chapter 5, verse 17. And it reads, For if by the trespass of one man death reign through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in the life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Life or death do not just lie at the end of two pathways. They are the only two pathways. In this moment in which we are existing, we will either end up in the end alive or dead. So tonight's reading that I share with you is the writing that Paul is scripting to the church at Rome, to the Roman Christians. And to give a basic understanding of this, you and I basically have been justified by our faith, which gives us peace. And this is all because Jesus Christ died for us sinners. And now we have harmony with God. Just as sin came into existence through Adam, that messed up the human race. So the gift of one man, Jesus Christ, has come to all of us to give us eternal life. So this passage of scripture that I have shared with you tonight is to help you to appreciate the peace that you and I have with God. That's one of the most wonderful benefits about being a believer in Jesus Christ is that we have peace or we've been reconciled with God. When Paul says that we have peace with God, he basically means that not only has the wall of sin gone down, but we now can go into what was considered to be forbidden territory, which means that we now have access to God and we can go into the very presence of God. 
And because we can go into the very presence of God, it gives us hope. Uh, now, I don't want you to just take that word of hope so um, carelessly. Because in our language, hope is a word that suggests uncertainty. But that's not what it means in the New Testament. In fact, it's just the opposite. The word hope in the New Testament means that it is settled, it is confirmed, it is an expectation that you have to get a future benefit. And so hope is the real reality that one day we shall be in the very presence of God. And so because we have hope, God also allows for us to rejoice in our sufferings. Um, God knows we're going through a lot of suffering right now because of this pandemic we're suffering because of police brutality we're suffering, because of racism and sexism we're suffering, <clears throat> because we can't fellowship like we normally would love to, we're suffering. But Paul tells us that one good our suffering will bring is that it's going to produce perseverance, and that perseverance is going to produce patience, and that patience is going to produce character, and that character will produce hope, and it will give us an expectation for the future. And because of that, that basically means that Christ has died for those of us who are ungodly. There are many times when you and I may not be able to feel the love of God, but there never is a time for you to doubt it. All you just got to do is whenever you think God doesn't love you, just look at a cross with Jesus dying on it and remind you how much God loves you. And because God loves us, we now are made right with God. We're reconciled to God. We can trust that Jesus has saved us from the eternal consequences of our sins. And because of that, we now can bask in the righteousness of God. And because we can bask in the righteousness of God, this basically means that the sins of Adam no longer have to control our life, that we no longer have to be afraid of death, and that we should not ever walk around our life with a whole bunch of guilt because Jesus died for all of that. Jesus wasn't guilty because of his sin. Jesus became guilty because of our sin. And because of what Jesus endured on Calvary, that basically means that neither death nor guilt is a problem for us as Christians. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm glad that God has given us eternal life when we believe in Jesus Christ. And through Christ, every last person who confess him and believe in him as Lord and Savior has been raised from death to life. You are free from the power of sin. God forgives you for every sin you've committed. This is the difference that Jesus makes in our lives. So guess what happens? When you think about what I just shared with you, it all boils down to one word, reconciliation. You and I, because we are saved, have now a reconciled relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Looking back, we realize that the death of Jesus has changed our physical and spiritual conditions and our hearts. We are reconciled. We're no longer an enemy of God. We are sons and daughters of God. And because of that, we have a boundless future 
in eternity. We have an eternal experience in the here and now. So when you think about what that means when you and I are saved, this is what I want you to understand. Look back. You have been saved. Look ahead. You will be saved. Look at your now. You are being saved. Jesus is at work even now to give us the strength to live a holy life. Our past, all the crazy stuff that has happened, our present, where we are right now, and our future has been changed for the better because of Jesus Christ. Wherever we look, even in a pandemic situation with somebody crazy in the White House, things are bright and new, not because of who will become president, not because of who will become vice president, but because of Jesus Christ, God's son. So let Jesus change your perspective on everything in life, including this election that is coming up, and bask in the fact that if you know Jesus Christ and you confess him as your Lord and Savior, that there is nothing that can stop you from becoming all that God would have for you to be except you. So at this particular time, um, if you have any prayer concerns, if you would share that at this time. The O'Neill family. Pray for my brother, Gail Boyd and family. The Wood family. Okay. The Adams family. Okay. Okay. The Adams family. Okay. The Jackie Wilkes Jr. Okay. Deborah Franklin and family. Okay. Uh, Truth, Elder Rage family. family. Okay. Yvonne Smith and family. All right. For Holland, Deborah Lipsy. Okay. Pastor Mall family. All right. Thomas Greer. All right. Miss McCullough family. Reverend Palmer. Okay. And family. And Carter family. All right. Rose Sudris. Okay. Reverend Scott and family. Pastor Scott and family. Yes. We appreciate yes. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. Our children going back into oh. the school system. Okay. Oh, Amen. Yeah. In the so yes, yeah. Lord. Yeah. 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 And well, all right. Dr. Reverend, to keep her safe and well, continue healing. Amen. As he has been. All right. We're getting ready to go Can't to the Lord in prayer. All right. God, in your sovereignty, before we ask you for anything, we just want to say how much we love you. You are absolutely incredible. There is no one like you. And while you do not need our praise to keep you going, you are certainly deserving of it. And so we come before you 
this gathered band of 63 people on a call and some others who may be joining it might be more than that but God right now we come and we extol your holy and righteous name we magnify you we also realize that God that we come not with clean hands and not with pure hearts we've messed up we've sinned we've fallen short so God if you would forgive us of our sins we do not think it nor count it robbery that you have given us access to your wonderful and holy presence and yet god we realize that we have sinned and fallen short of your glory so we come and we confess our sins before you the sins of thought word and deed please oh god forgive us once again then god we just want to thank you We thank you, oh God, how you have blessed us with another day, another midweek, another prayer conference, another opportunity to be on the phone with our fellow disciples. You blessed us with home and house and job and some source of modicum of income. We thank you, oh God. You blessed us with health, life and strength. And even if we don't have full capacity of health, life and strength, you gave us more than we deserve. We don't take that for granted. Now God, we come because you've heard the needs that have been expressed. You've heard them very succinctly and you're able to sort and separate each and every prayer concern that has been brought before you tonight. God, if you would in your own sovereign and powerful way, each every situation that has been called out right now move as only you can god at 828 this evening if you would touch each and every person that's impacted by their name being called tonight to just let them know they're not alone they're not forsaken we don't have to send you to the hospitals we don't have to send you to the jails we don't have to send you to the nursing home we don't have to send you to anybody else's house you're already there Yet God, we pray that in your sovereignty, if you would uh move from omnipresent to a manifested presence. Encamp your angels in those situations, oh God, so that people will know that they are being prayed for right now. And then God, I pray you will bless each and every person on this call who have taken time out to fellowship and to engage in prayer. Bless them, oh God, in a special way. Bless their families right now, oh God, in the name of your son Jesus. Oh God, I feel your presence right now in a very powerful way and I just pray that through technology you would just move right now as only you can. And then God, as we get ready to close out from this prayer, uh keep us safe throughout the evening. And then God give us the stamina and the strength and the ability to finish out this week strong for you. It is in the name of your son Jesus Christ we pray. And we say we love you, oh God. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed season. Good night. Have a blessing. Good night. Night night. Night night. Please die. Good night, everybody.